Robin, Terry and Kip on Brisbane's KISS 97.3. Robin, Terry and Kip's full disclosure, no exposure. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Yeah, it's a big one this morning. You can go to our website and tell us your story, just kiss973.com.au. We promise that you won't be identified. No, and we really want to hear Brisbane's secrets because it makes us all think and we have to check our own moral compass and no more than with this one. My partner and I were told that genetically we should never have children because we're such a bad match genetic-wise. Like, it would cause big issues around fertility for us. Doctors told us that there would be a 70% chance that they would have major health issues like Down syndrome or heart defects or whatnot. Fast forward 20 years, we ignored that advice from the doctors and we had two gorgeous children, um, but they both do have severe health issues. My daughter being a lot more worse off. Now she's an adult wanting to have her own kids uh, but there's a 100% chance she will face the same issues that we did. So do, do we tell her or is it too late? Um, we don't really know what to do. 131065 is our number. That is so full on. Isn't it? I mean yeah. just think about it. You've kept this secret from your kids about their medical history you now got a situation where you're actually looking at the people you love the most in the whole world and you know something about them that has not only caused them pain mm. but is going to potentially have generational impact. Yep. What do you reckon? I think you've got to tell them now. I think you can't, you, you can't wait another day. You know what I mean? Like it's going to affect them any minute. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's going to affect them any minute. Like you've got to tell them now because the longer you keep it, uh, I mean, the, the more they know, you know, what do they say? Information is power. So they, if they know things, they know what they're going to expect. So when they're trying for a, a kid themselves, they know you might have facility issues and this is why. Okay, but you've also lied to them for 20 years. Like the thing, I mean, and I agree, yeah. I think you have to, well, I mean, but for me and the way that I sit on parenting and I've had to um, live with this for a really long time since my kid's dad's uh, suicide is that I have always gone on the front foot mm. because there was information and things that, you know, you'd think you shouldn't tell a nine-year-old that or you shouldn't tell a 12-year-old that. But I went and saw a counsellor and he said, be age-appropriate but be honest. Mm. So in all of my dealings with my kids, even with the things that were so detrimental to me and that would have changed their opinions about me, I told them because I think they should know. But this is even worse because this impacts them medically. Right. Like yes. mine's moral stuff. Yeah, like yeah. mine's stuff about how you will see the world and the people around you. This actually has consequences to how they live their lives moving yeah. forward. Yes. That's full on. It is to full keep on. that as a secret. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, it would have been great to tell them years and years ago. But every every day is another day they should have told them. I know, Tez. What do you reckon? There's a pivotal moment here. There's a, there's two things. One is that the child themselves has become the adult actually has knowledge. Mm. Actually has knowledge yeah. of how you've struggled through her life. Mm. And so the parent talking to that child can say, "I'm telling you at this time." Because we both know how tough it's been for you at times, yeah. and he can say, "When I'm, when you're loving your child, you don't want to see them 
suffer the way I've seen you suffer across the years. Mm. So he's got the chance to say, if you want to go forward this way, you won't want to, you know, I'm telling you how hard it oh, was for so me. Oh, so you're saying I've made a big mistake. Yeah. So don't make the mistake I've it, made. It's hard to say yeah, I've made a big mistake without Ooh. saying, Ooh, yeah. you know, you're, you're, a, you're mistake. a mistake. Yeah, but, yeah. But you've got to say, you, I, I no, don't no, want no, this for the you. No, 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 the mistake is in not telling. The yeah. mistake is not in the child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. At no point. Okay, 131065, yeah. this is such a big moral issue. Louise of Algesta, what do you reckon? Oh, good morning, crew. Yeah, look, I've been listening to your comments and feedback on this, and and look, I I, can, I come from a bit of a different angle with this because I don't see it as a lie. Because really, uh, you made those um, parents made a decision to have children. Yes, it was a big risk, but they wanted to have them. They had them. Yes, they had their struggles and difficulties, but they loved them through it. And really, if they told them. Um, at an earlier age, would those children have been able to comprehend um, properly um, the parents' decision for this? Mm. So they're at a stage now, at an age now, where they could receive that information um, in a a better light. And you're also um, taking the positive, which I also like. Like you're saying, hey, we've had this amazing life. We've loved our kids. Our kids have had a, um, you know, they have been oblivious to the fact that there is a reason for their stuff. I mean, I guess if you see the cup half full as opposed to half empty. Well, the, yeah. half, the half empty side <laughs> is the difficulties they've had raising a child with whatever the medical condition is. Yes. So the whole family. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And, then you, and then you could just, you know, obviously they could sit down and talk to them about it and say, look, I know that you want to embark on, on being parents, which I think is wonderful. Um, we need to let you know that obviously the, um, you've had your own struggles and, and genetically that could come through as it did with us, um, but we still chose to have you because we wanted to have children. So, Louise seems like a good mum. Yeah, and you seem really like level-headed <laughs> yes. and practical. Yes, thanks. where have you been all our lives, yeah, thanks, Louise? Louise. Thirteen one zero six five is our number if you want to get involved. Full disclosure, no exposure. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I should say five words, ten grand is just after the news at seven thirty. But right now we're doing full disclosure, no exposure. This is a really big moral quandary because it's happened to a family where they were warned before having children that their DNA meant that their kids would have medical problems. 70% chance, I think it was. Yeah, so now those children 20 years later do have medical problems and one of them, the daughter, wants to have her own children and they want to know, should they tell them? Because Mm. they never have up until this point. Uh, Rachel of Woodend, what do you reckon? Look, I um, this comes almost from a personal experience. I feel that you do definitely need to tell the children. So in my case, my father died of a disease, CJD, which at the time we were told was sporadic, but there's a high chance it's familial. So my kids are now getting to an age where I have the option to be genetically tested to see if I carry that gene. I can't change things for my own children. But I have said to them their entire lives that before they get to an age where they will consider having children, I'll get genetically tested. Mm. So they have that option that if I'm positive, they can have the testing done themselves. Or And if they're positive, they can also then have genetic testing done when they choose to have children because they can then stop that familial trait being passed through the generations. And then basically choose the embryos that they choose to keep or not keep. Yeah, because testing's got so much better. Yeah, yeah, it has gotten so much better. So I think um, 
it starts with me. If I'm clear, my children are clear. It's a 50-50 with each of my children then if I'm positive. Mm. They have an option to kill off a familial gene that could go through. Um, I didn't get that chance. Now, my first child was born when my father died. My next two were not. Had we known there was a chance, I could have had the testing done then. And at least known two of my three children would definitely be... Okay. Clear. Well, Thanks. Clear, not okay. Yeah. They're, fo- they're fine. Clear. Thanks for sharing, thing, Rachel. The other thing I thought about too is um, life insurance. If you actually oh, yeah. get tested and you know, oh, yeah. you probably wouldn't be life insurable. Well, so, okay. Which is another... No, no, no. But seriously, to mm. think about that yep. in terms of the whole mix of if you don't tell them, you don't know. Well, I'm not saying get your life insurance and get tested. I'm not saying that, but mm, <laughs> that would be a fortunate circumstance. Wouldn't <laughs> it? Yes. Well, Patrick out of Westlake can definitely relate to this. We'll get his story right after this from Pink. 131065 is our number if ever you want to be part of the show. It's our story this morning. And by the way, if you ever want to tell us your story, you can do it on the uh, the KISS 97.3 website. Uh, we promise that you won't be identified. We'll even put your voice through a scrambler. But uh, here's a bit of today's story. My partner and I were told that genetically we should never have children because we're such a bad match genetic-wise. Fast forward 20 years, we had two gorgeous children. Um, but they both do have severe health issues. My daughter being a lot more worse off. Now she's an adult wanting to have her own kids so do we tell her or is it too late? We don't really know what to do. Part of me is really warmed by the fact that no one said I wouldn't end up staying with the partner. Mm. Like if you got told that you go well genetically we're not meant to be together Mm. because that would be an option. And then the second option is that no one's saying well we wouldn't have children. No. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you'd roll the dice, yes. I think, and just hope that maybe everything would be okay. Yep. Well, Patrick out of Westlake has a story for us. Now, you've been in a similar situation, Patrick? Yes, yes. We've uh, a special needs child, high needs, um, no eating. So. so what happened um, when you told? We, yeah, so what actually happened was we went through 14 years of genetic testing to eventually find a, a solution or I suppose a diagnosis and it's just a diagnosis. It doesn't define the child, it just puts a, a, a tag on the challenges they face. Mm. Um, but probably we were a bit older when we had kids and um, there's a timeline between having kids and not having kids and throughout the genetic testing um, they said, look, hold off for a minute. But they never said, don't do this. Oh, wow. And um, during that time, they said, we eventually, after you know, a variety of meetings over many years, we said, look, we'd like more than one child. And um, we'd always want at least two kids. Uh, so what actually happened was we actually were told there was a 25% chance. And every probably year we'd go in and we'd do some more testing because testing back then, the initial testing we'd done to find out the diagnosis when we started was $250,000. Yeah. By the time we got to by the time we got to 14 years later, it was 500 bucks. <gasps> so, oh my so, goodness. So obviously no one pays 250 grand no. to find a, a diagnosis, but the $500 is much more affordable along the way. And what would your but advice We ended up having Look, we ended up having a, a, our second child who is a boy and it's genetically in girls predominantly and we walked in and we told the geneticist, said, that's brilliant. And we went, what? We expected you to say, you shouldn't have done this, you know, because we actually laid the odds down and went, if we had another special needs child, is that an issue? And she's a great kid, lots of medical issues, great kid, but at the end of the day, we went, 
she's a great kid. Having a great kid, that's what it's about. Mm. Oh, look at you going. Did mm. your, your children know then about all of this? Have you kind of informed them? Yeah, yeah, we, we speak openly about it because I think the openness is part, but I can understand not talking about it until they're mature enough to digest that piece. Right. Patrick, considering, I'm just going to say, the cost and the hardships that that brings on, you know, on the other side of just raising a child with special needs, would you advise your son differently when he comes time to have kids? No, look, it's going to be his decision. We just, we, we make sure that he's a mature adult as he goes through life. And everyone's going to make some different decisions, and that's okay. It's very hard to judge someone because they would have actually sat down and they didn't just blindly go, let's go do this quickly. Yeah. They actually mm. obviously discussed it, and there was a fair bit of discussion in the background. Yeah. And there will be a fair bit of discussion in the background to actually how they actually talk to the kids about it. Yeah, mm. fair enough. Thank, Thank you, you so Patrick. much. Yeah, great Thank story. Yeah. yeah. I hope his kids inherit his accent. It's fantastic. I oh, know. <laughs> <laughs> it's Robin, Terry and Kid on Brisbane's Kiss 97.3.